Well, there's not an app that I can just do this on, and the music might not even be there. So, what am I doing? I'm just getting my pants on. I don't think there's gonna be a commercial in this one either. What? I don't. I'm confused. I'm on separate platforms now, and these cans out of here. Put them back on. Get my pants on. Hello. Everyone, this is the first segment of the first episode for the 20th. It's the 20th. It's the 20th. August 20th, 2022, 4.14 p.m. market time. The birds are singing. We're at the Shire. And the cover art for this episode, at least it should be, it should be. We're on a new platform. Uh, I have a very important announcement to make that no one cares about. No, I just switched hosting platforms to a different one and I'm not gonna endorse it yet. I'm not gonna talk negatively about it yet. We're gonna wait and see a couple of days and see if this is what, what to expect here. If not, we're running right back to Anchor. <laughs> we're just gonna run right back to Anchor. We're gonna be scared. We're not gonna do that again. It's not gonna ever happen again, I promise you. Anchor, Anchor will, with open arms, take us back. Just don't let it happen again, Blink. Don't worry, Anchor, I won't. Unless, Unless it's a good experience and just pays a lot more, then I'll just be like, Anchor. Yeah, thanks for nothing, Anchor. I wish I would have switched platforms a little bit sooner. Just depends on what the, what the price is. Everyone's got a price. Speaking of prices, the, the price is right. Now we're just out here in the woods causing a scene, making a scene. I started this episode specifically to mention when I get back, when I get it all back, like my, my talents, my skills, whether it's trading or whatever else, some latent skill that hasn't emerged yet. Once I get caught up again financially, let's put it that, let's, how's that? Because I'm not chasing after anything, I'm not. Once I get it back, it's not like that. I'm telling you, it's not like that. Once I get caught up again, I can, I'm planning on, whole point of the podcast, you guys, pay attention, and back. I'm going to leave quarters. Is it, is it uh, dune buggy time? Dune buggy race time? Motorcycle wheelie race? I freaking hate loud motorcycles. I hate loud cars. They don't need to be that loud. I'm wearing... So there's two games going on here, and that, that car almost ruined it. The whole point of the episode, quarters in the ground, quarters in the grass, quarters next to a tree when I get caught up again. I'm gonna buy a whole bunch of quarters, a bunch of rolls of quarters, buy them, exchange them for paper money. Rolls of quarters, I'm gonna put them in my pants and I'm gonna walk around with them in my pants. And people will say, is that a roll of quarters or are you happy to see me? And I'll be like, it's a roll of quarters and I'm happy to see you as well. And then what I'm gonna do from there is sneak off into the woods like I am right now and I'll just sprinkle a bunch of quarters around at least $1.50 each time um, around the tree. Well, $1.75, we'll do $1.75. Because $1.50 is not enough. $1.75 guarantees you a 25 ounce Natty Light. It does. $1.75, anywhere you go. You go to the grocery store, you go to 7-Eleven, it's gonna be in between 150 something and 160 or 172. 172, so you have 175 How do you guys feel about the sound of the water? Is that too loud? You don't have to go buy a Natty Light. No one's forcing you to buy beer. 
But if you're down on your luck, you're taking a whiz next to the tree, and you're in this area, these woods that I frequent now, there'd be many, if, if I wasn't happy to see it then, I'd be like, I'm, I'm saving those, I'm saving this dollar seventy-five until when I need it, and I'll, I'd bury it. I would, I'd go bury it. No, I was actually uh, going scouring the bleachers over at East High the other day, looking for change in the bleachers, and I didn't, I found like three pennies, like right off the bat, that quick. And then the rest of the time, I just got like deep, more dehydrated and lightheaded. So, it's like heat stroke, if I remember. But the other game that we're playing, besides quarters in the grass next to the tree, is Bling's wearing his headphones, he's wearing his ear monitors, we're doing it that way for the first half. Starts talking all weird the second half. There's freaking bugs flying around. Well, it's still light out, so it's, yeah, it's 4.19 p.m. market time. On Saturday, August 20th. Um, so we're talking about the quarters, that's what inspired this episode. Switch hosting platforms. There's that too, got the helicopter overhead. It's too loud over here, isn't it? The water's too loud. It's distracting, isn't it? Or is it calming and soothing? It's, it's probably distracting, I mean, for shit sakes. We're live next to Red Butte Creek, where the water level has seemed to dropped and diminished some. However, we await the monsoon rains this weekend, tomorrow specifically, to see what sort of flooding we get. Back to you in the, in, at the studio, John. I messed up at the end there. I could do it. It's a pretty good news anchor. It's a boring-ass news anchor. Yeah, it is. It's a weather correspondent. Yes, it is. Hey, guys. It's Blaine, your weather correspondent. I'm in Salt Lake City next to the University of Utah, and I'm standing atop some rocks that overlook Red Butte Creek here. Red Butte Creek flows west from here, and we are expecting these water levels to rise drastically with this new monsoon storm cell formation that we have forming to the east of us. It's gonna be a heavy, heavy storm, and we're gonna get a lot of rain in a really short amount of time. So we're here monitoring it until tomorrow. Back to you in the studio, John. What's that, John? When do we, when should we expect these rains? It's hard to say with something so volatile like this, with, with weather patterns and storm cells so volatile. What you can expect is some, some heavy flash flooding by this time tomorrow, Sunday, or Sunday evening, early into Sunday evening. Back to you, John. I'll stay safe. You stay, you guys stay safe there too. Yeah. Just working hard out here. I could do it, man. I could pull it off. The weather guy called in sick? Yeah, get me in there. Get me in there. I can do this. By this, uh, I can't say for sure what time, either by this time tomorrow or early into uh, Sunday evening. What's early into Sunday evening? Does anyone have a time for that? Could be 6 p.m.? I might take a 6 p.m. But if it doesn't rain at 6 p.m., then it's, I guess it's 8 p.m. Early into Sunday evening. It's kind of distracting. Well, let's go over there. We're almost through the first segment. We're about three quarters of the way through the first segment. Yeah, we're 75 cents of the way through. Um, how how does the head how do the headphones sound? Dumb and annoying. Any other constructive comments? Smart and sassy. All right, they're working then. 
Dumb, annoying, smart, and sassy. Perfect. Oh, they're working all right. One second, he's acting dumb and stupid. The next, it's all smart and sassy. Who is that guy? Well, I actually made this bench myself. This is a uh, rusted pole that had used to connect to the, I, I believe that there was a uh, windmill here. That windmill would use this pipe that we're sitting on to pump water out of this creek that we are sitting next to. From there, it would probably feed the livestock or whatever, the cowboys, but that's, that's what I guess. And so I had to wedge a rock all the way at the end, but it has just enough leverage to where, yeah, you can just basically sit on it and it doesn't move. There's a little bit of give to it, but at least your feet, like, yeah, it's not like totally dirty. It's just super rusty. It's not going to be the picture. It's not going to be the picture. It can't be because we already have the, we already have the picture. I don't know how to upload onto this new platform that must, whose name must not be spoken. Now, it's got about 48 hours and I'll give it a little bit of a buffer until Wednesday. So it has 48 hours, but it's still the weekend. So it's a, you know, all, everyone relax, just the weekend. And then going into next week, if I don't see some, if I don't see some numbers, if I don't see some numbers, you're fired. Look, I'm sorry, that's business. I know, I look, I apologize. I shouldn't have said it like that, but this is, this is high stakes here. And there's a lot, of, we got a lot online. Okay, so it's nothing personal, but yeah, you get it. Come on, let's go, let's get on this helicopter. That's how I expect like big high stakes business arguments go. It's like, I didn't mean it. Yeah, I, need, yeah, I know you didn't. <laughs> this doesn't work out. You're, if I don't see some big numbers, you're fired. You can talk to each other like that on helicopters, private jets. Oh yeah, that's how they all talk up there. They are all just threaten, threatening to fire each other. And so it creates the perfect amount of tension that gets business done. Because everyone is just scared enough that they're gonna get fired by the other guy. And it's like, they'll do it too. I've seen him fire, I, yeah, I've seen him fire. All right, we'll do it in the middle of the second segment. I'll take the headphones. So just a quick, some quick detective work here. The full moon was on August 11th. There's freaking bugs flying around. And I got weird probably about a week ago. So I was like kind of doing the math and I was like, yeah, today's the 20th minus seven, 13. Full moon was on the 11th. Started getting weird when? Yeah, that sounds about right. And then now I'll kind of get out of the weird. I'll get out of the, this like high, high stakes emotion, emotional phase. And then I'll just relax for another, what, three weeks? Through about two and a half weeks. I get two and a half weeks off. And then that moon will start getting full again. I'll start getting weird again every month. I don't know what that's like. Does anyone else, was, is there a member of the female species that would know anything about that? Getting weird once a month? Yeah, I bet. Well, it's torture. You guys wouldn't like it. You, you girls wouldn't like it is what I meant to say. Could you imagine just going out of your mind completely upside down nuts every I don't know, 20 something days. Well, I'm not, I don't want to get all Neil deGrasse Tyson on you, but it's every like 29 and a half days or something. Um, so going off that, if I have two and a half weeks, what's that, 17 days? 29, 17, what's that, 12? 
So 12 divided by 2 is 6. So there's about 3 days in and 3 days out. Did you guys follow my math on that one? There's 3 days leading up to it and there's 3 days leading up. That's the peak of it. No, it didn't make sense. Go, go talk to Neil deGrasse Tyson. Rewind it and uh, listen to it in slow motion. And then they'll figure out the math. There's this black butterfly freaking getting in my face, man. What the hell? Bling, don't brag in such a way. Your mathematical skills are under par. And then off it just flew away. Your math, your mathematics don't make sense in fast motion or slow motion. They emerge out of a chrysalis. All right, well, so check this out. If you, if you want to talk about metamorphosis, you're on the ground eating leaves all day. Crawling around on leaves all day. And then you're just like, ah, oh, I feel weird. I need to go to sleep. I need to make my own sleeping bag and go to sleep in my own sleeping bag. And you make a sleep. You're like, I don't know what I'm doing, man. I'm just making a sleeping bag and something's telling me I just got to go to sleep in there. And then you do. And then you wake up like, what, six weeks later, four weeks later. You wake up out of the sleeping bag after like a coma and you're starting to emerge from it, everything's cool and uh, sure enough, you've got wings. Get that, get that airplane. Speaking of wings, get that airplane. It's, it's, that's the high production I'm talking about. You guys are shocked, right, that this is not a subscription service. Premium platinum plated gold content and it's like cue the freaking you you look around you got wings get the airplane sound get the airplane going overhead and if they're listening in stereo it's gonna go from the you know yeah both sides just like a real airplane would in real life if you're sitting outside in the woods but i'm not we're in the studio and it's a bunch of freaking water sounds and bird sounds and airplanes hey i hate to break it to you guys that's I know, it's, uh, it's, it's too much to take, right? The, the horror. How could I have possibly lied, possibly lied like that? The whole time he's just in a studio and it's water sounds. So you emerge from this sleeping bag that you made and you didn't even know why. And you look around and you're like, I'm not crawling around, am I? And why am I thirsty for nectar and not leaves? Like, I think I'm still dreaming. I had this terrible dream that I was crawling around eating leaves and then I had to make this sleeping bag and I, I went to sleep in there. And then, yeah, here I am. It was a freaking nightmare. And then time goes on as his wings go out and they get uh, fluid in them. And they dry out and they're all nice and ready to fly. You're ready to fly, man. It's like, no... Don't try and wake up, man. You gotta jump. You have to jump. That's why you made the freaking sleeping bag dangling off that leaf like that. You have to jump. That's what those wings are for. Go for it. I would freak out. I'd say you can take these wings off right now because I'm not jumping. And I don't. And I want some exp I want some answers because this doesn't make any sense. I was crawling around, and now I'm here. And now I'm supposed to start flying around. Excuse me man you're a butterfly you gotta spread those wings and fly that would be nuts crawling around eating leaves i get sleeping bags i get too waking up and emerging and then still crawling around me was a bigger 
thing that you were before, bigger caterpillar or whatever. And that's how that goes. And you just get bigger and bigger and then eventually you die. But eating leaves on the ground and then flying around drinking nectar. I don't, I'm sorry, I, I, I have a few questions myself on that. Well, it only makes sense. Because if it's looking out for its self-interest, for its livelihood, then it makes sense for it to go through a metamorphosis and ensure that its posterity has food to eat as it goes around and pollinates things to create more green leaves to eat. Is it that far-fetched? Not really, not from that, not like that. Not from the circle of life kind of angle. As far as an existential sort of comparison to humanity, yeah, that'd be pretty nuts, man. <laughs> Eating leaves and then flying around. Drinking nectar, nectar of the gods. No, but if life feels like that sometimes where it's a metamorphic experience. It changes you, you turn into a different person and it feels like you're in a different world, you know? It's not the same leaves and walking around, inching around. Freaking inchworm, get out of here. That's, what are they called, silkworms? This is spinning silk. Well, spiders can spin silk too, you know? You guys should get some, some of those, start silking those spiders. I wonder what that feels like, the first, yeah, leap of faith, I guess, right? The instinctive leap of faith as a emerged butterfly out of all of its phases of metamorphosis. Freaking bugs. Final stage of adulthood, the pupae. But then it gets even more wild because you can even start to get like dragonflies. Dragonflies are under the water, man. Yeah. Try being under the water. And then all of a sudden you're just, oh shit, I guess we're flying around. Is this what it looks like up here? Like that's... How do you, yeah, that, that I don't, I can't really, no, I don't, I don't have an answer for that one. Well, so yeah, the biologist side of things, this one's a little bit out there, but the ecosystem of a waterway or, yeah, let's see here. Um, well, the way to gauge, I think the bug population would be through dragonflies and so you probably have a lot of dragonflies spawn when you have a lot of bugs for them to eat and there's not enough fish like there's probably a balance to everything so that's what i'd say that's why they are they are underwater first and then above ground to, to maybe i don't know when they hatch it helps balance things so there's more born more spawn supply and demand supply and demand i don't know My headphones are off, if you guys haven't noticed. You guys didn't notice, did you? I started with the headphones off. On this one, on this segment. Well, right in the middle, like I said I would. Like I freaking said I would. So we're trying to go over a few podcast ideas, and it kind of hit me out of nowhere, but to do an interview with the singer of Senses Fail, and talk about Joshua Tree. It would probably be the longest dragged out weird fan 
in interview you'd ever hear. And I think that could, I think I think that could get a lot of downloads. That's gonna get a lot of listens, babe. If you can act all weird like you normally do, interview your favorite singer about about your favorite album. Realize you guys got a bunch of stuff in common, right? And then just and then just get all weird after that. For as long as you can, that's gonna get as, that's gonna get it that's gonna get you a bunch of clicks, bling. I'm telling you, you're not gonna have to go asking for money at the zoo no more. At, be yourself, give the interview, and it it'll just be at the goose that laid the golden egg. <laughs> He's I've got a point there, don't I? That's what I would say. That's what I would really say. Like, yeah, your favorite singer, huh? Your favorite album? Mm-hmm. And it's scheduled when? The full moon? Oh, yeah, this will, that'll, that'll sell some, you'll get some listens. Yep. Just don't even, don't even worry about what, which questions to ask. Just, if it's gonna all come naturally and I'm seeing dollar signs bling. Yeah, let's, whatever we do, we have to book that interview. But buddy, senses fail. The goose that laid a golden egg. Truth, I mean, it'd probably be like a pretty rigid interview. I because depending on freaking motorcycles, man, so lame. I drive a loud motorcycle. I'm on a loud motorcycle. My motorcycle goes really loud. It's not even fast. It's just one of these old shitty motorcycles. I work on it every every Saturday on and during the summer. I like to wake up the neighbors and drive around and be all loud just to get it running again. You know? No shit, huh? Can you do a, a wheelie like Matt Fish can, or no? You're not into canary yellow. At least he doesn't rev it up and act all dumb. He'll do, he'll pull a wheelie, he'll peel out, do whatever. But then he's gone. That's Matt Fish. He, I'm from Peoria, man. We don't waste our time trying. I'm from Peoria, man. That's how we ride my motorcycles down there, man. It's a canary yellow guitar. And it's a canary yellow motorcycle. It's a Fender Telecaster Deluxe Stratocaster. Canary yellow, man. I just spoke beer on myself. Got too into character on that one. It, it's a little too close to Ogden. I gotta make to Ogden Auto Towing. I gotta differentiate. Although, to be fair, Ogden Auto Towing is kind of just default Midwest. Not lazy. Not lazy. You're hardworking. Hey. You know, you're hardworking, Ogden Auto Towing. You guys are always working hard, helping people, getting the giant tow truck, giant fire truck. And then we're gonna get American flag and wave that around in Pioneer Day. We got our heritage, don't we kids, kids. Have them all come, you kids come over here and give your old grand, great grandpappy a you guys know I always, I always puts puts me to sleep and give my shoulders and walk on my back. Let me get on in the other chair. Don't tow truck. It's a Walmart parking lot. Bunch of junk car. Kids, you go play outside. Grandpappy, daddy, sleep. He's not lazy though. He's been working hard all day. 
with that giant tow truck and the giant fire truck on the back and the snow, the freaking snow. Have the kids play outside. It's tired. It's not, they're not lazy. It's not an, it's kind of the go-to default template for Midwestern, hardworking, understanding. Yep, understanding, uh, helpful, um, charitable, giving. I can't, <laughs> he's sleeping, he's sleeping, right? sleeping. So to do Matt Fish, it's, you have to have, with, with Chicago, it has to be a long A. My name, see, it's, it's not, it's too, it's too close together, I have to. Well, my name's Matt Fish. You know, I like to drive motorcycles a lot. It's a canary yellow guitar, and it's a canary yellow motorcycle. It's a canary yellow Fender Stratocaster Deluxe. I like to do wheelies. I'm from Peoria, Illinois, man. It's a canary yellow, come here, I'll, I'll show you what it looks like. It's a canary yellow uh, uh, Harley Davidson. I ride this bike with my canary yellow guitar, and I do wheelies all over the place. Do I like to rev my engine and wake up the neighbors? Are you kidding me? No way. No, I take my bike down the street. When I'm, when I'm, uh, I'll take it to the car wash. I'll start up over there. But it's a canary yellow guitar. And it's a, it's a, no, I don't want to wake up the neighbors. I don't want to bother anybody. Well, I just want to make some people smile with my wheelies. I've done a wheelie off of the Chicago uh, River, uh, the Chicago Lake. Who is Jesse Ventura, the governor? No, all these segments are messed up. Don't worry. That's not you, it's me. Lana, it's not you, it's me, okay? This is not your decision, this is mine. You can't tell me, Lana. Hey everyone, welcome to the second and a half segment. I think we're, no, we're in the third and a half segment of the first episode for August 20th. I said you can't treat me like this anymore, Lana. Oh, okay. Yeah, you go work on your rec. You go work on your music. Yeah, I'll go get drunk too. Every time. No, me and Lana are just having some issues. She's just, I don't know. Sometimes when the moon is at its peak, I get into this mood and then she gets into the mood. and Not like that mood. No, it's the other opposite of that. No, no that mood. That's like every freaking six moons the sixth moon yeah 18 months into it i think i'd know i'm sorry i, I didn't mean it i wasn't i didn't mean it like that we just get i just go all i can do is just go out front and admire the hollywood skyline and all that smog and stuff i just grab a coors light go out to the balcony and i just like kind of shake my head just thinking like where did i go wrong you know how did I how did I let my guard down again? Yeah, Talana of all people. But we knew before we even started dating. I mean, she wasn't even wearing her mask, and she got me to like stop wearing my mask. And of course, you know, both get sick. So that was eighteen months ago, anyways. And now you know. Now it's just everything is just. Uh, I miss Salt Lake City. <laughs> Can't you imagine, man? I'm just all bummed out in Hollywood or something. With a court, with an eye, like the, like just almost slush, 
Coors Light can, 24 ounce. It's like these limited edition gold 24 ounce Coors Light. Gold ones, yeah. Each can's like $100. And if you open them, you, they're worth 50 cents. Cue the plane. Yeah, your money is flying away. Get the plane in here. The sound effects. I'm, I'm just looking over Hollywood skyline. Yeah, just up in the up in the hills, all the way up here. The planes are flying really low. Yeah, it's so high up. The West Hills, way up in the West Hills. I bought a new house way up in the West Hills. Yeah, and the whole time we were moving in, we listened to that Everclear song. No, it was kind of stu- it was kind of cheesy, but we yeah we were into it. So and that's where we're at now. It's the West Hills, and it's, it's freaking planes flying all over. Lana's giving me attitude after 18 months. You know, I gave up a lot for her. I had a thriving podcast. Not to mention, that big Sarcos check was about to roll in. Which check? Look, man, I don't, I don't know where you're coming from, but I'm selling robots for Sarcos. That check that's coming in, yeah, and I've been writing S.T. DuPont every single day. Ask, ask Rob W. Peterson what that's like. Teacher, teacher, freaking snitch. And tell him to stop writing me letters. And Bling, please stop writing him letters. He's not reading them. You know, all everything you're arguing was just right there, laid out in front of him. I actually thought it was pretty cool. The seven 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 envelope. Back, yeah, it, it's the seven 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 envelope. Happened. <laughs> before 777 it was rad it was awesome but that's magic for you no lie that's no lie i'm actually pretty proud of that one there's a certain type of insight that that takes yeah i was mailing sd dupont letters every single day saying dear sd dupont here's what i'm planning on doing and you can tell your client i mean dear sd dupont Sarcos has been building fantastic robots, as you know. I know we've gone through a few, a few prototypes with the jet fuel, the jet lighter thing, and the uh, re- triple refined butane. But let's just take it up a notch and go to jet fuel, huh? So that we can close this deal, so we can get some deals, so we can uh, yeah, start making some jet packs, huh? Best wishes, kindest regards, love always, XO, bling. No, you will not throw away my belongings as your nutty client sees fit. I do not consent to that. I am trying to get those belongings. I am trying to fetch those items from the garage that you changed the code to, remember? Dumb, stupid, how stupid, man. That's going to court, everybody. Come here, you're coming with me. You're going to pay me to be here and embarrass yourself. You are going to pay me money. I'm going to drag you in there. And we're both going to embarrass ourselves from someone who has zero legal experience, but now does, has some uh, some legal experience underneath his belt now, yes. Submitted the evidence, you know. It, yeah, th- I submitted the evidence and the court ruled in my favor. Zero. I've never, I've never filed anything in a courtroom, court of law. Not until that experience. 
I was like, oh, that's pretty easy, actually. I can, yeah, let's do this. Some people ask me, Bling, it's getting a little bit old. Have you ever thought about talking about anything else? And I say, nope, I'm glad it's getting old. It means I need to keep talking about it more. It hurts you, it hurts me. Life's hard enough as it is. We don't want to cry no more. No, it's got to be painful, it's got to be sore, it's got to be stupid, it's got to be sorely. It, it has to just be a constant uh, ache, a festering. Because if it doesn't come from me, then no one's going to do it. Someone, someone has to, it's a dirty job. Someone has to do it here. I don't know, I think pretty much everything could probably come back around to like fishing strategy, a presentation. That's not manly enough than boxing and feints, as I've been discussing for a long time. Um, since April, I've even said it, back in April, those, I was all hyped up on it. I was like, hey, I've stood toe to toe with someone in the court. And, but yeah, it was um, trying to get SC DuPont to light those jets. We're not gonna do this with butane, we're not. You guys wanna make lighters, you guys wanna make jet packs. And that's when they told me to get out. Well, I don't speak French, for one. Yeah, and you come in there a little bit too American like that. You guys want to make lighters, you guys want to make jetpacks. They, they, yeah, they tell you to get out. And they don't, yeah, it's just the same as saying, you know, if, if the numbers aren't there, I'm going to fire you. But Except they mean it, and you have to get out. Just wait. And the embassy will call you, and the consul will come up, and calling me back. Meanwhile, back in the States, they're like, Bling, what are you doing? Why, why are senators calling us up at the, uh, at the French embassy, the American embassy in France? Like, well, I was trying to get some jetpacks. I was trying to close the jetpacks deal, and I got a little bit too carried away. Talking about butane and jet fuel and lighters and jetpacks, and they just told me to get out. Except they told me in, in French, and I just sat there and kept talking, and then someone came by and just kind of grabbed me and just like, bling. He told you to leave. All I said was, you want to make jetpacks, you want to make lights. And do this with just butane, triple refined butane, you got to go to jet fuel. And it's just like, someone shut him up. Les compétents. I'll get him back. I mean, I'll win them back. No, I'm not trying to retaliate against French. They love the French. They love, for some reason, Ogden Autotowing. They do. We just got to the Louvre, but my feet are tired. I'm so, my feet, my back are aching. Before we came to the airport and did this whole continent, it, Intercontinental, across the ocean. My dogs are barking. There's this guy, he's trying to get us to pick up his car, his junk car, and tow it to Walmart parking lot, and then I fell asleep on the, well, I fell asleep on the, um, on the plane back over here. We're eating french fries. And, uh, I was dreaming about a Ferris wheel in the Eiffel Tower. 
what else has come from France? Uh, Van Gogh? Like, what else is French? French bands, bling. I don't know. I, I don't know off the top of my head. Blonde redhead. Futurism versus passism. Passacism. If, if I could drop the mics in the dirt and grass, dead grass, I would drop them. Blonde redhead, futurism versus passism. It's a French song. Thank you very much. It's actually a really good song though. It's a really fast paced, almost instrumental, but there's, it's a French song. Esseler, French. I'm a certified optician, Esseler. Esseler International. Esseler makes lenses. Esseler makes excellent uh, generating machines, machinery. Esseler makes the best finishing machines. Oh, I don't know, the best edgers? It's a close tie with Gerber though. Optronics. No, Essilor is an excellent, excellent manufacturer of those edging machines, absolutely. They're all automated, man. There's a, there's a little bit of redundancies with, you know, the European Union and those safety regulations, but overall, let's get the truck in here, can we? Let's get that French truck rolling through, can we guys? That French truck hauling Essilor uh, goods. Thanks, just for the immersive experience. Essilor, edgers. I'm not sure what they call it in France. If it's an edging machine or... I don't know, do they have generators? They, they have to. A generator is what you're going to... You're going to have a blank... It's going to look like a hockey puck. It's a big uh, polycarbonate like hockey puck. Clear. You can look right, right through it. It's either going to be thick or not thick. What a generator does is it'll... It'll cut the shape roughly of, of the prescription into that hockey puck. Like, pretty close to it. That's what a generator does. So it gets it pretty close, but it's not, there's no polish, you're not even there yet. You just have a, a hockey puck with someone's prescription, kind of. But you can imagine having a drill bit into a piece of poly, like plastic it's not going to be all shiny and you, you can't see through that. It's going to be opaque. So you take it out of the generator and put it onto, it's not the polisher, it's the grinder. The finer, I think is what it's called. I'm a certified optician, I am. I do that a couple times depending on the material, if it's polycarbonate, CR39, high index, whatever. No, no one does glass anymore unless it's like one of those other labs, but not, no. It's a fining machine, isn't it? You take it off the fining machine. And you put it on the polishers, polish them out, take them off the polishers, peel them off. There's like a little waxy kind of thing. From there, you're going to want to coat them because if it's polycarbonate, which is the industry standard for lens material, it's going to scratch the back's going to scratch easily. They might be all polished up and clear to look through, but that's an easy. That is a scratch-prone surface that you have there. As, as clear as it is. Well, from there, yeah, you gotta put some scratch coating on the back. Coat it in the machine, ultraviolet light cures it, out it comes. It's a very, very fragile process, although it might not seem like it. One teeny tiny, teen, that smallest speck of lint. Whenever you're changing your um, 
screen cover, your screen protector, that little piece of lint, you have to do the whole process all over again. It's a little tiny piece of lint. Unless you're one of those labs and you say, eh, sneak it through, we'll sneak it past. As we'll probably cut out, maybe it'll cut out, I don't know, let's sneak it past. Let's see what they say, let's see what the customer says. I wouldn't run one of those kind of labs, and I didn't run one of those kind of labs. From there, it goes to the edger, and that's where you're gonna have like an optronics, op Gerber, whatever, a bunch of different ones. Essler is uh, great for this, the edging machines. They probably even have better models out. They're a little expensive, sure. But you got Lindbergh's, you gotta drill through those, you got a drill mount frame. What do you guys got? What are we, what are we making over here? Uh, Semi-rim semi pair of glasses, pair of frames, acetate frames. All right, yeah, I can do that. Just wanna make sure the thickness is a, probably 2.0, 2, 2, uh, two, two millimeter thick, thickness on the edge if you have. I would probably get away with 1.8, but it's a lighter prescription. What, what do you say? Uh, let's do it. Let's play it safe and do a 2.0. All right. Get the 2.0 thickness lens. Put it on the Essilor machine. Got to block it first, though. You can't just throw it on the machine. You got to block it first. Oh, you got to block it first, man. Blocking it first is where being a certified optician really comes into, into handy here. Because as a certified optician, I have to read the lensometer, also known as the lensometer, and I gotta make sure that prescription's right. If that prescription is wrong, we gotta do everything all over again. If I mess up, if I... <laughs> oh man, I, yeah. If I, mis if I mistook the axis for the right eye, because you always start with the right eye first. If I mistook the axis for the right eye as 18 instead of 180, we've got ourselves a problem big time. Unless it's a single vision, we might be able to salvage that, but 18, it's supposed to be 180. But not to mention if it comes from a optometrist versus ophthalmologist, well, what's the difference? One writes their cylinder with a positive prescription, while the other can write either, well, a negative one, if there is any cylinder power. Cylinder power is going to mean that there's a heavy astigmatism in that patient's lens correction. How many are still listening? How many are still, how many of my fans are tuned in at home? Certified optician, I tell you. A high-end optical lab? Yeah, I'll take care of that. I'll run that. Turn your business of one for 30 years. Oh, only one business for 30 years, huh? Well, let me work there for five years. All right, I'll see you guys later. Four business, oh yeah, you got four businesses now, huh? That's cool, that's almost like one extra business each year I was there. Well, I hope you have a nice retirement though. I'm glad I could contribute to that right at the end there right at the finish line. No, really. We should all be so lucky to exploit some labor in such a manner and get away with it just fine. And then, yeah. Well, I have tons to show for it, so what it was, 
Why the long face? Is what I would have said. If we were coming up to the end here, guys. I'm gonna walk back to the studio and publish this thing on this new platform if I can. If I didn't get fired for a fake stalking charge, right guys? Come on, you guys knew it was coming. You guys knew I couldn't just let, no, oh, come on. Getting old, getting old, bling. Well, you just kind of have to wonder what uh, those potential earnings, man, what they would that be worth these days? It's certainly not begging for money at the zoo, I'm sure. No, but I, no, I'm a certified optician. You guys just heard. I, I droned on and on about the entire lens manufacturing process from start to finish. I didn't even skip a step. Don't, you, you got to block it. Don't mess up on the axis there. 18, 180. Yeah, that, yeah, that's going to be. Is it going to work? No, it will not work. There's no fudging it. There's no doing anything. There's no question it will not work. I think I'd probably hate making glasses less with like breaks and stuff and days off and vacations. Five years, man, down the drain. Oh no, I have the experience. Oh yeah, that's, look at what that experience has done for me here. It's just shining a beacon. It doesn't matter, even if it was. Even if it was a polished up bunch of quarters, a roll of quarters, it wouldn't even make a difference. Because in the end, there's someone there to trip you at the finish line. Whether it's yourself or uh, Hanks and Peterson and their polygamous client. That they're ardently vying to keep a fake stalking charge in place that is what gets you fired from when you do get there at the finish line and you do land it you do become a man only to have that man stripped away from you taken away hey and by all means by all means rebuild after that persevere because you'll have the best time of your life the, the most money you've ever made and then when you're all set up to go on your way out, it just gets taken from you again. From eBay, the unsafe marketplace. Well, it's not safe to buy or sell anything on eBay. It's not, you're not even safe to have your personal information on eBay because they'll steal it. And they'll steal money from you. They'll steal your things. Those things that you bought, yeah, they'll steal it. And they'll keep it. And if there's nothing they can do about it, hey, got to write to their customer service and wait what, 72 hours, 48 hours? What's, what's the time gauge on that? It's, it's being set up to like fail here. To, yeah. Look who the board of directors is for crying out loud. Say it with me, divestitures. I'm just collateral damage in that process. That's it. Not my life or anything. Not my future, not my, not my car, not my phone, not my rent, none of that. Returns are easy. Just return it here, just same we did with Fourth and Town. The Kenner Toys, yeah, there's a redundant, there's a redundant department anyways. Of course it got dissolved, yeah. That's what, that's what you do. That's textbook.
goes out to the woods, gets starts talking about, I'm gonna put a bunch of quarters out there and three quarters of dollar seventy-five for everybody, and it's all weird about it. So it's talking about corporate divestitures, chair of the board of eBay, talking about like these stocking charges from like two years ago. I was like, no, it's like, no, just like a year ago. Yeah, he's talking about stocking charges from a year and three months ago. Just let it go. And eBay still has money four months ago. He's in a hole. He can't get out. It's getting old. I'm sick of hearing it. Salt Lake City Police. It's a civil matter. Audubon Auto Toy. Utah Metalworks. IAI.com.iai. Before he's done, he's talking about uh, doing the whole thing, like the, the whole finishing side of a freaking pair of glasses. From France and getting kicked out of the French. I see DuPont Essler office and he's trying to close some deals. Sarcos. Talking about some Sarcos check. Thanks so much for listening. You guys are the coolest. Good luck. Take care. Well, I guess it kind of comes down, boils down to like, ah, hit in the face with a bunch of branches. Well, it, I mean, if it were me, I wouldn't be sleeping. I, I would not be sleeping like a man. I don't think I'd be sleeping like a girl or a woman. I just wouldn't be sleeping at all. Because I'd be terrified, like, my soul? Like, yeah, getting older. Um, and yeah, it's your soul. It's your, it's your, it's the afterlife. It's eternity, it's forever. And it's like, it's gonna be weighed out, you know, based on my actions. And I'm not a perfect person at all. And I've done a lot of dumb, mean, stupid things, but I've never gone out of my way to ruin someone's life for money. The one I didn't know, a complete stranger to me, there's no way. And if it was, it's completely inadvertent. It was not malicious or even conscious. It just happened that way, but... Um, this is it's a different scenario here, and you're probably talking about multiple scenarios. It's stacking up. Where it was like, yeah, it's like a life competition, and someone took it too far. You know, that person's you, and it's like, yeah, I can't sleep now, you know? I wouldn't be able to. I wouldn't. I'd be, I'd be trying to figure out like, okay, so how do I make it right then? Like, how do I, how do I make sure I can solidify this, um, these actions that I've, I've, I've taken, the lives I've ruined, how do I make it right? Well, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be looking good, and I, the, It'd have to be a, like a Hail Mary attempt and you just have to give to the poor. You'd have to give cash to people like on the street in order to get out of that uh, ruining lives and for, for like competition or for no reason really. It's uh, billable hours. That's a tough one, man. But uh, yeah, I guess you could just do a mad scramble, but yeah, on paper, it doesn't look good. Like, what does that even get? Like uh, a couple months of HBO or what? Like, a couple house payments? All right, cool. Like, and then what? That's it? And there's that sword just like dangling over your head. Just by a tiny little, like a tiny little thread. Gotta get as much cash as you can.